0: Welcome to week 11 of the Bulldog Football Coaches Show. Coach Jensen, congrats on the win the other night.
1: Yeah, thanks. The players played pretty well. We um, got some things to clean up, but uh, it was a great performance. I wasn't expecting that that one sided of a score, but uh, we'll take it. So 58-14 was the final. We uh,
0: obviously got a couple quick scores to, to start the game the other part of that is their quarterback who coming in we had talked about him last week good athlete on both sides of the ball he went down they brought their uh, backup quarterback in who i thought played okay i mean i, I feel like you may feel differently but our defensive pressure caused him to play more poorly than he might have
1: yeah i thought we uh, well once the the starter was out he was more of a dual threat he was he he broke a couple tackles on their first drive to make a couple scramble runs and then uh but this guy the second guy uh yeah he had a good pocket presence and threw the ball decently but we knew he was going to stay in the pocket and we were able to get uh some pressure i think we had four or five sacks in the game and i thought you know that w- that was a big difference for us so defensively in the
0: first well the first two possessions for sure i noticed that the the kids had an incredible amount of enthusiasm which I think is great to start the game, and sometimes you can carry that through and sometimes you can't, but it it felt like from an observation standpoint that that sort of uh, intensity and enthusiasm sort of set the tone for the game, and then the fact that we scored quickly and and the defense was right back out there uh, was a bit of a turning point, I mean, as far as what their perception of how the game was gonna go.
1: Yeah, I mean, we always emphasize defense, and we always want to start the game on defense. That's kind of one of the things we really work on. And they did. They came out, set a tone. Um, I think they got a first down, maybe one one or two first downs, and then forced them to punt. And then we were able to jump on them right away with uh, with a couple pass play. I mean, our first two offensive plays we scored on. And then to get down there again and, and know that you have a weapon like Jordan King to, to kick a field goal, um, you know, we were on the three yard line. Granted, but in playoff football, if you can go up three scores, that's that's big. And kicking that field goal made made it at least three scores for them to get back in the game. So we th- we just decided to kick the field goal. So there. was there any thought or any discussion about going for it at that point? Uh, I mean, the thought came went through our mind. We kind of just looked at each other, and I just say hey, we, we we take the points right now. Well,
0: so. I know you said last week, on last week's show you know, two, three touchdown lead in a playoff game is a huge lead, and so that was sort of the philosophy behind that, get up and force them to do something.
1: Yeah, when you have, you're have you up 17, that's that's three scores no matter what how they look at it. So uh, three scores we thought was that that's a comfortable lead for us in, in playoff football, so uh, we decided to take those points. So defensively, uh, Kenny Coonrad – played well
0: I thought Connor Hollitz did a nice job Brent Hollitz I mean there's others who else stood out for you defensively because it seemed like we spent a lot of time either in their backfield or
1: stopping the carrier at the uh, line of scrimmage right well uh, Brent Hollitz had or Brent Hollitz uh, Brandon Dorman had two interceptions uh Aaron Leno had an interception uh, Alex Mesquita recovered a fumble although that wasn't on defense that was on a punt return but uh, you know, those are all huge plays, momentum plays, just like sacks. You know, we treat, like, three and outs when they can go three plays and make them punt. We kind of treat that like a turnover in a way because we're getting the ball right back. Um, and I think we had a few of those also three and outs. I, I just, you know, we just played really well team defense. Um, you know, Sam and – and. Uh, uh, Caleb Reniger, our two outside linebackers, uh, they did a really good job, and uh, our inside guys. Uh, I thought even you know Cole and, and Jordan before he got hurt, uh, both made plays also. So it was you know the the concept was great. The defensive game plan was was very well executed. Uh, Coach Hollis had a great game plan, and and we were able to apply pressure and give them kind of kind of the idea was to give them some multiple looks coverage wise, and, and I thought we did a pretty good job of that.
0: So Jordan King, that injury that he had to an ankle, um, Connor Odekirk comes in and replaces him with the kicking duties. Tough spot for a sophomore coming into a state playoff game, and
1: uh, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, it was. You know, I'm sure he felt really nervous and a lot of pressure. Uh, fortunately, we, you know, the game was we had the game in control when he was in, but you know, he's still going to be nervous out there. I think he missed one PAT, but was money on the rest of them. Uh, did a decent job on kickoffs he's he's a kid that um, really wants to be a kicker uh, he puts in a lot of extra time on thursdays their pregame game day uh, him and coach king are over there they probably spend 15-20 minutes just working on technique and and kicking and it was nice because it, he got into the game and it paid off for him and so jordan's ankle injury what's the uh the status of that uh, not sure. Today is Monday. Uh, he's been in ice all day yesterday, and he's been in ice today. He was with our trainer yesterday and had rehab there, and he's also rehabbing today. Uh, he was walking on it today, so he's off any crutches. Um, still has you know a little bit of a limp to it, but uh, I think he's ahead of the game right now. So we you know we're optimistically uh, hoping that he'll be back. All right, good. Uh, Before we talk about the the upcoming game, let's dive
0: into a little more about Coach Jensen. Um, At what point
1: did you decide
0: that you wanted to be a football coach?
1: Well, uh, that was probably somewhere in college, uh, early college. I don't know. I just, uh, I've always had a love for sports and uh, uh, I. You know, at a time I, in college, I thought I was going to go into accounting. That was kind of, I have a degree in accounting, actually, also. Uh, I thought that was an avenue I was going to go to. I just wasn't satisfied with the classwork and what I was getting out of it. And I was thinking, well, this is this is not going to be something I want to do the rest of my life. I want to be involved in coaching and involved with kids. And uh, kind of changed majors there or added another major halfway through uh, uh, college and ended up with a you know a coaching minor and which allowed at that time allows you to be trained to teach physical education along with uh, business. I had a business accounting degree and a business education degree and a coaching degree and certified in physical education. That's kind of a, kind of a long story. <laughs> so if we need help with accounting, we can come to you. No, that would be Tim Trimble. <laughs> Okay, so what is it about coaching football that, that you enjoy the most? Well, I mean, it's just the whole process of it. I mean, it's, it's not like you in another sport where you're playing multiple times a week. You are preparing for one thing in one week. It just goes a lot into it, the preparation, the film work, uh, practice organization, uh, trying to get your kids uh, motivated, trying to getting them, getting your scripts for practice and what you want to run and there's just a lot. It's just, you know, it's like a big chess game, sort of. You're just putting things together and trying to make sure that you are organized and, and timely and giving your kids a, a chance to to win on Friday.
0: Okay. It was uh, brought up by a listener that we went away from the speed round questions, so I wanted to bring back a couple <laughs> this week. Uh, first one, if there is a movie about your life, who is going to play you?
1: John <laughs> uh, John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> okay did you take language in high school yes Which two years one? of Spanish
0: okay say something in Spanish uh, como esta <laughs> we
1: bien. Uh, if you could be an animal what would it be uh, a tiger my favorite animal really why I don't know I've always been fascinated with tigers so
0: I love them okay and uh, favorite cartoon character Johnny Quest okay so if you are uh, under the age of maybe
1: forty-five, you're going to have to Google John Quest. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a drama cartoon, so it was different. Yeah, it was a good yeah. one. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we've got Deer Park coming up on Saturday. A couple things to talk about with them. Obviously, what do you see from them, and what can we expect from the Deer Park stags?
1: Well, they have a lot of team speed. Um, they're offensively they're running out of the pistol, which is a more of a one back set where the back line's up directly behind the quarterback, whereas we're more of a spread type set where our back offsets from the quarterback. So you'll see a difference in that. But they run similar formations to us. Um, Defensively, they're very simple but very good at what they do. Um, They don't blitz a lot, but they are very sound. They play a lot of man-to-man coverage, almost exclusively man and uh, they don't but they don't pressure a lot so they they try to keep everything in front and make you you know go 10 12 plays t- to get the ball down the field it's probably the best defense we've played against uh at least so far and is that does this alter anything that you do or is it just kind
0: of business as usual same kind of things obviously there's probably different uh maybe defensive schemes or offensive plays that you would use against them but it's it's basically bulldog football this week
1: right i mean it's you know it's like kind of like the haze in the barns just about you know how are you gonna get the hay out of the barn what how are you gonna do it i mean we can't really like change our offense or change our defense we'll make some minor changes or probably show some different formations this week that we didn't show uh on saturday because we exchanged film they have three of our games we have three of theirs plus we had some friends send in some film for us we've got them on film several times so um, yeah it's you know th- like they're simple on defense right now and they just go out and execute and do a great job and I we kind of have to be the same thing on offense just run our stuff and work on execution and, and try to out execute them I mean there'll be a couple twists couple changes but nothing real major
0: and if we look at the 1a bracket we're down to eight teams now Um <laughs> The one, two, three seeds have advanced. The one upset was uh, number five. No, or Le center, four in center, four. number four. So the center got beat by Connell. Uh, Colville, the defending state champions, were beaten by Omac. So the the bracket, other than that La Center game is kind of holding up the way it is supposed to. Uh, we the winner of the game our game with Deer Park will play the winner of the LaSalle and Christian game. And then on the other side of the bracket, you've got OMAC Royal and Mount Baker. Help me out, I don't have it in Cornell. front of me. Connell, that's right. Um, Saturday, 2 o'clock here at Jack Roddle, does the afternoon game make a difference
1: for you? Well, we prefer to play at night if we had a choice, but, you know, 2 o'clock, we start practice at 3 o'clock, so our kids are going to be used to at that time anyway, and you know, it's the same for both teams, it was... It's, it's no, it not, is what it is, kind of like thing, but we would prefer at night. We, just, we like that atmosphere, but that's what we're used to. But we'll be ready to go at 2 o'clock Saturday.
0: So the only difference is you don't have to make a six-plus-hour bus trip across the state. That's true. But <laughs> but we went to Connell few years ago. We The The other thing is we talked about this last week when you had an extra day playing on Saturday. You used that to, to kind of fine-tune some things. This week, I'm assuming because we played on Saturday and the – the general plan is the next two days are off because it's the weekend. You gave the kids off today, and get back to just a
1: regular uh, week of practice starting tomorrow. Right. It's you know we got after playing Saturday, you got to give them some some rest time, and they're used to having two days off, and uh, that's definitely what we're doing. They have today off. Coaches worked yesterday. Coaches are working today, but we'll start tomorrow Tuesday with like a normal Monday practice and. Wednesday would be like Tuesday, Thursday like Wednesday, and Friday like Thursday, and then getting ready to go play on Saturday.
0: Okay, so again, the game is 2 o'clock on Saturday here at Jack Rottle against Deer Park. Gates will open at 11, which can't talk about that without talking about blankets. So blankets will be able to – I'm sorry, Gates are not going to open at 11. They're going to open at 12, two hours before. Blankets will come out – be able to put those out at 12 o'clock. Thanks again for being here, Coach, and good luck on Saturday. And again, we look forward to talking on Monday, uh, hopefully about another victory. All right, thanks a lot.